1: FM to get started.
2: I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz! Begin. Hello, and welcome back to the After Show for Home Before Dark on Apple Plus. Um, I'm Latoya Blakely, your host. I'm so excited to be here talking about episodes four and five with my wonderful, wonderful co-host. We have Chantel Del Aguila. Um, who is an investigative journalism professional. <laughs> so she comes in providing that great expert advice. Thanks for joining.
1: Thank you, thank you. glad to be back. Can't wait to talk
2: to talk about these episodes. <laughs> so much to talk about. And we also have Kelsey Meyer, who is a Washington native. Um, Ooh. that's important Ooh. because this show takes place in Washington and she's also a Trucom fanatic. So welcome back. Thank you. so excited. We have a lot to cover today. Um, we are going to be talking about um, the heroes and villains of the show, father-son relationships, and ultimate showdowns. We also have nudes and gossip brought by Chantel, and then a special segment section brought by Kelsey, so make sure you stay tuned for all of that. Before we jump into our specific topics, I want to know your overall thoughts.
0: You guys, this show is so good I was sitting here crying watching it and then I'm like jumping up and down my notes are so funny when I read through them I'm like OMG he sucks or like this is amazing it's so good I love this show I can't wait to finish it these two episodes were so big you see so many like so much growth in relationships and things that you don't expect and I'm excited to talk about them it's so good
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Same here. I mean, I'm excited like with the whole flashback scenes and we go back and forth from that mm-hmm. childhood to present day. Um, and like seeing Hildy solve these cases, like this girl, her mind, like she blows me away how well she can like memorize a photo um of something and then be in a different, you know, different area, different right. scene and pick that up again. Like the the scene with the van, how she knew. I that that wasn't the van. She blows She's me away. firing. She's
2: she, is. she is. I know. She is. <laughs> For sure. I agree with both of y'all. This show is so good. It's so well written. Um, and it does a really good job of like surprising me. There are things that happen that I like never mm-hmm. saw coming. Yeah. And so I'm really enjoying it. And I'm excited to talk about this today. Um, heroes and villains. Like this show has a good mix of both right? Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. we have those people who are stepping up to the plate and are going to bat for others and really working hard um, to figure out the truth and right. to, to be there for those who can't be there for themselves. But we also have a couple of characters who, for whatever reason, it just seems that they have not done the right thing. Um, mm-hmm. And and. Especially one character in specific who has Mm -hmm. proven himself to Mm -hmm. definitely be the villain of the show. (laughs) Let's start with Hildy. Um, We meet Hildy in episode one. Right away, she isn't afraid of anything. She's a truth seeker. And in episode one, Penny Gillis dies. And it's Hildy's mission to figure out, like, what happened. So she shows up as a hero for Penny and figuring out what happened with Penny. She shows up for a hero for Sam by figuring out that Sam and Penny had been extorted. And she's really working hard with the ultimate goal to, like, clear Sam's name. Um, What do you all think about Hildy so far and how hard she's working and the things that she's faced, specifically in episodes four and five, to kind of tell the truth and to find out the truth?
0: I love this girl. I mean, for me, what really stuck out in episode four was the whole everything with Birdman and she's nine how, like how does this girl have so much understanding of the world so like her street smart she's so empathetic she's so she's just on a whole nother level that you're like holy cow, you are incredible she all she wants is the truth she's a good person she wants the good people to succeed and she's amazing that whole scene the whole birdman scene where she finds out that like her dad was the one who like started calling him that and this and that and you can tell she's just like oh I'm so sorry I didn't know that for me I'm like girl you she really is the hero she she is the hero and the main hero for me like of this show she's inspiring she she's just a has a good heart and I'm like you're awesome you're so awesome and then at the end when she is crying and her mom's like oh my gosh honey I'm sorry and she's like oh no I just that wasn't scary I just am worried for dad like I want to help dad she just wants to help and it makes like I said, it's inspiring and it makes me want to help. And it, I'm like, man, I should be like, Elodie. I want to be a better person. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She's,
1: she's very empathetic and sympathetic towards others. I mean, even when she first hears about Birdman, you know, Al, oh, i have got my butcher his last name. Why, right? why Gillies or something like that? Something yeah. like that, but Al Birdman, we'll call him Birdman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she first hears about him and how he's, you know, he was strange and people didn't like him. Um, she went into that you know not having that mindset and stuff like that, just really trying to find out who this person was, and then hearing from him personally that yeah, her dad was the one who gave him the nickname at first, and her dad was kind of like a bully, a part of the group mm-hmm. you know that were kind of bullies towards him, um really showing that she cared and uh that you know, yes, kids you know they they don't make the best decisions, and they do get influenced. But she's not she's not like that, you mm-hmm. know. Don't underestimate her. She's not like she's not like other kids, um, and and you know you see her character developing more and more as we go through these episodes. Um, again, being very inspiring, like you mentioned, and being very caring and open and giving and listening. I think that's her biggest thing. Is even at nine years old, she's such a great listener you know, and she picks up on those key things. And that's what's really been helping her get along in this investigation is remembering Mm -hmm. little key things that people are saying. So. Well, the apple
2: doesn't fall far from the tree and we get to see Mm -hmm. more of Bridget in episodes four and five. Um, We find out early on that she used to be a public defender in my mind, once an attorney, always an attorney. So though she's not Mm -hmm. practicing, you know, yeah. yeah, Mm -hmm. though she's not currently practicing um it still lives within her and so in episodes four and five she decides that she can put her skills knowledge and experience to use and she decides that she wants to help Sam so in episode four we see her go to the prison and she tells him basically like I'm the kind of person that has to do what's right I cannot sleep at night knowing that you're in here and you shouldn't be in here and so Mm -hmm. like I'm doing this just as much for me as I'm doing it for you Mm -hmm. um what do you all think about Bridget and Sam as well as what the prison has asked of Sam?
1: Oh, it's gross. I I was going to say I stand by Bridget. Um oh, I yeah. I feel I feel for Sam and I can totally understand that was, you know, Penny was his little sister and that's all he had left and you know, he just wants to be there for her in her last moments, you know, be, you know, be there at her funeral, but I disagree with his decision. Um I think he I think he should have went forward with a case uh, with the way the prison's been treating the inmates, especially him, you know? Um, and, and I know she was looking out for him. Even the, she even discussed with him. She was like, look, I'm going to try to get you a little something so you can get back on your feet once you're out of here. Uh, you know, it's hard. I I've never been in a situation like that. So I can't, I can't understand really what Sam was going through, but I, I see that Bridget was trying to do the best thing that she could. Um and it wasn't it wasn't even about her. It was about taking care of Sam, you know. Mm-hmm. Sam so much uh seems like, you know, him being the big brother, he took care of his little sister, you know, when they were younger and stuff like that. And now she sees that, Bridget sees that. She's like, "Now it's your turn to kind of just take care of yourself." Um and she was giving him the opportunity, but you know, he ended up saying no and he and he signed the the paperwork um for the prison and was able to be there for his sister um you know we'll just we'll see where it goes from there we'll see what happens with Sam next so
0: I'm just so annoyed at the prison the prison's gross that whole thing was gross and then when Bridget goes in there and she's defending Hildy to whoever like the chief like the head of the prison is and he's like oh your daughter." wrote an article yeah Yeah, the warden I'm like get it Bridget get it I mean I, I think I told you guys in the first couple episodes, I'm like, I stand this She's phenomenal. I love her character. She's the glue. I feel mm-hmm. like for this family, kind of the same glue, and she's gonna do whatever it takes to make sure everyone's happy. And they're running. They're in like a well oiled machine, right? And I love her. And she, I like that you get to see her putting her um her powers to work with Sam. And in this episode, you're like, oh yeah, she's smart. She knows what she's doing, and You know, I don't know what I would do if I were in Sam's shoes in this situation. I might have gone as well. Like I totally see where he, he was at. Um, It's hard though. It was, it was hard for me to watch because you do, you want him to not sign that because you're like, I trust Bridget. I believe in Bridget, but I also see where he's coming from. And that was really hard for me. I was like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know
1: what I would have done if I was in that position, but I love Bridget,
0: big Bridget fan.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to see more and more of her kind of standing up too. and um, and making an imprint in this town. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Matt is so involved and he has so much history and, you know, everybody just kind of looks at her like, oh, that's, you know, that's your wife. Like, she doesn't know anything. You didn't share anything with her. But more and more, I think as we go into, we dive into, you know, more episodes, she's going to start being more prominent um, so in the community.
2: And mm-hmm. I'm happy to see that because I do think that Bridget's character started slow, Um, I felt like we knew a lot about her in terms of like facts about her, but we didn't really get to see a lot of her personality. Mm -hmm. But now that we're seeing it, I like the way that it's developed. So first we got to see her as a good mom who supported her daughters. And then we got to see her as a good wife who supported her husband. Um, And now we get to see her professional side coming out as Mm -hmm. well. So I do like the development of her character. Um, Let's move on. So now we have Birdman. Episode four is basically all about Birdman. Mm -hmm. The tape has been destroyed by Frank. And so Hildy and um, Donnie and Spoon are on a quest to get the original or to get more (laughs) copies. And so when they're watching the original video, they see this unknown person Mm -hmm. at the very beginning of the tape. They find out it's Birdman. They track him down. And by finding him, they find out what happened to the original tape um what do y'all think about Birdman and what do you think about the what happened to the tape I feel so badly for Birdman I'm like
0: oh it's it put a pit in my stomach because just watching that whole thing and the flashbacks of the kids picking on him and stuff because you know that stuff is real you know that's like that exists and oh my god it just tore me apart I was like oh my gosh and then he talks about how the $40 that the sheriff paid him like ruined Sam's life and his life. You know, I mean, how is that not going to haunt you for forever and ever? Mm -hmm. Um, So that was gross. And it just makes you hate more and more and more. The sheriff, you're like, Ooh, you're a nasty, nasty person. So I mean, this part was huge because you're going to see the, I think the progression obviously of the sheriff just going hopefully downhill, but like that whole thing blow up. Um, But yeah, that was nasty. That was nasty, but I like Birdman. I felt badly for Birdman I was like oh my gosh this man but then I also thought that Hildy kind of came in and changed that a little bit because then of course Matt comes back and calls him his first name for the first time he's like I think that's the first time you've ever said my first name and not called me Birdman and so I'm like that was Hildy that was Hildy's doing so it was it was a cool scene I really I enjoyed this episode a lot with him
1: I agree. Um, I like Birdman as well. I thought um, you know, going into it, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect what he'd look like or how he'd mm-hmm. act. And of course, when they did a little research on him and they found out like he had a bit of a criminal record, you know, that's a little scary. Um, but I love the fact that you can tell this character, even after everything that happened at a young age, being picked on and um you know not the the cops not believing him kind of just hushing him up and stuff like that like he didn't have any resentment towards anyone you know he that didn't change his character he still grew up with the fascination of birds and he still kind of kept to himself and everything like that he didn't have any harm or like any animosity towards Matt when he saw him again um that great moment when Matt does call him by his first name Al you know was a a, a really inspiring moment. It's like, wow, you can see that um, they both grew in that moment, you know? Neither mm-hmm. of them held those grudges or felt a certain way and they they let bygones be bygones. Um, and I love the fact that uh, his original reason as to why he put a camera there was because he just wanted a bird watch. <laughs> um, and it ended up, you know, causing this huge like case to happen. It was because of that one video they now have some type of evidence or something to show what happened the night of Richie Fife's um, kidnapping. So I think Berman's still going to uh, be a, play a huge role. I don't know how yet, but um, I think he's pretty significant and important. And um, they do end up opening up this case again, I definitely think he's going to be there uh, to mm-hmm. speak.
2: Uh, he's good. Say something <laughs> i just love burping um and i think yeah. that him as a kid he was so cute and so innocent and like so good yeah. with good intentions um the scene with him as a child and sheriff Briggs when he's turning over that tape and he he just wants to Boy, do not even the mm-hmm. it's not even about doing the right thing it's about like finding his friends and like helping Sam he's like I just want to help Richie I just want to help Sam like this is a Mm -hmm. tape hopefully after they picked on him right
1: right right. I'm saying he never he never has any animosity towards anyone like at all he's just a good kind-hearted kid who has a fascination for birds and unfortunately that is what you know got Mm. him picked on and it's terrible it's terrible children are so mean I know Mm. um but like I said it didn't it didn't crush his soul. It didn't ruin his character. He's still a very good person. Um it just suck how ha- sucks how this town kind of, you know, looks at him um, and thinks that he's this strange human being. And so the
2: exchange with Birdman handing over the tape to the sheriff mm-hmm. really shows us just what a villain Sheriff Briggs is. Because yes. he is the villain of this of this series yes. so oh, yeah. I mean he oh, yeah. threatened a child, like threatened yeah. to bring criminal charges against a kid that may have been like nine I'm not sure how right. old yeah. Al was then and then he bribes him with 40 dollars yeah to keep his mouth <gasps> <Nasty. shut. laughs> yeah. well, you can see yeah. that
1: that yeah. Sheriff Briggs Frank Sr. uses his position as power glad, over these yeah. children because yeah. that's not the only time that he's done that he actually does that mm. to Hilde too when she's in the um, the police station You know, oh, you know, we take these crimes very seriously here. It doesn't matter if you're a kid or anything. So it's like, Mm -hmm. he knows what kind of power he has. If he were stripped of that, he wouldn't have anything, you know? And it'd be nice to see, see something like that happen maybe Mm -hmm. later on. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Let's just side note for one second. I want to talk about the age progression that's happening yeah. in this series. So before I watched episode one, I read an article that talked about like makeup to age um, different characters. Mm. The mayor, not the mayor, the sheriff is actually older and they age him backwards, right? Really? I think so. I mean, well, it looks
0: like he's wearing a lot of makeup. <laughs> when he's younger though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Cause that's the same with Matt's father. It's okay. And then with Ildi, doesn't, I mean, his- right. Yeah. And, and that's a good point to lead into
2: the next thing. But before we do that, I just want to take a moment to thank all of our viewers and listeners. You And I know I speak for this entire panel when I say we love being here and we love having an mm-hmm. opportunity to talk about these great shows. So please keep mm-hmm. interacting mm-hmm. together. Um, and we really learn a lot about who the mayor is yeah. in these episodes, as well as how mm-hmm. he treated his son um what did you Mm -hmm. all think about that and this Uh, fight
1: um sorry I'm so sorry uh in in this particular scene uh of the mayor with Richie when he's a young age and everything like that um I don't like him (laughs) I personally don't like the mayor I think he's mean Mm -hmm. um I don't think he has a really good relationship with his son um Mm -hmm. you know and I get, I get his point when it came to like the whole bike, uh, he was like, you know, you should just be happy with what I get you and stuff like that. But he didn't really, he didn't let Richie talk at all. Like he wasn't concerned about Richie's feelings or anything. Um, so you could tell that they, they weren't as close. i in my, in my opinion, I didn't think that they really had a close bond. Um, and that's why when Sylvester was like, here, hold on, give me a minute. Let me see if I got another bike in the back. Mm -hmm. You know, even though it was an older bike, I don't know if you caught that, but Sylvester said he was like, this is kind of an older model, but I think you're really going to like it. Mm -hmm. Um, You could just see in Richie's face, like he appreciated it so much more than the brand new bike that his dad bought him. Because Sylvester, like, I don't know, he just had more of a fatherly bond kind of, outlook too, to him. Yeah, that makes any sense at all yeah he just yeah. He listened to him um yep. and i think that's what something was richie was longing for with his dad um you know his dad's a politician maybe he's busy i don't know whatever his reasons may be but he just didn't have a very good bond with his dad which is unfortunate so well, his
0: dad the part where he was like no dad like this is red's your favorite color it's not my favorite color you know it's like yeah clearly yeah. dad's not listening to him clearly dad's not paying attention it's like he paid attention enough to realize or to get him the bike a bike that he wanted but then it was like I felt so badly for Richie I'm like he it wasn't like ew dad this is just like he was like being a kind he was like oh no dad this is your favorite color but it's fine it's fine it's fine and then the mayor gets all pissed off and it's like okay really seriously so I I hated that it like it made me sad
2: I'm like who gets like. Richie literally said, Well, maybe they have a cheaper bike because the the mayor was like, This is the most expensive bike in the shop. And Richie's like, Maybe they have a cheaper one that's green. Like, I just want a green bike. Yeah, nothing. And he leaves them there. So I just want to say this. I hate when people (laughs) are like, If you get a gift you don't like, and people are like, It's the thought that matters. Well, if someone that really knows me or Mm -hmm. spends a lot of time with me or is Mm -hmm. supposed to be really close to me buys me a gift that I absolutely hate, then you're right. It is the thought that counts. And the thought is that either you don't really
1: know me yeah. or you don't care. Or you don't listen. Right. Or you don't listen. Well, that, I think that was the big yeah. picture is the fact that his father doesn't listen to him, Yeah, you know, and oh, that's yeah. all he wanted. He just wanted his dad to listen to him. Yeah, It didn't matter how much the, the bike cost or how pretty mm-hmm. or brand new or anything. Um, he just wanted his dad to be there, be present, be around, mm-hmm. be a father to him. And you know his dad in his mind is just thinking look if I buy you what you like the nicest thing the most expensive mm-hmm. thing you know you should be happy you should be grateful mm-hmm. um but it's that's not what he was looking for that's not what any child wants you know they yeah. want they want a bond with their parents
0: you know what I mean And I like when I like when still give him the bike and he's like you know sometimes dads just don't get it yeah and yes. you're like ooh, ooh, but then you get to see that Sylvester was the one who gave him the bike originally so clearly
1: that's like haunted him right well yeah and that's why you know in that scene um at the very uh, the very end when the bike's on fire um and you see Hildy crying because she's like that's Richie's and Matt's upset because he's like that's the only thing left I have of Richie um the dad you know his dad even mentions in the next episode you know well you know it's cursed like I feel like it's my fault Mm -hmm. that I cursed Mm -hmm. Richie and I don't want Mm -hmm. that to happen to my granddaughter you know Mm
2: -hmm. and so episodes four and five were the first time that we got to see Sylvester before his current situation Mm -hmm. Uh, because we didn't know what kind of father he was before now and Mm -hmm. it seemed like or it seemed yeah it seemed as though him and Matt had a strained relationship yeah. But in Episodes 4 and 5, both in the flashback of Sylvester giving Richie this bike, we see what kind of man he is. You know, the fact that he gave this child this bike as a way to mm-hmm. come through for him when his own mm-hmm. father had let him down. And then when he, he has that moment of, like, being lucid, and he has, like, a yeah. really honest conversation with Matt about, with Matt, yeah. right, about, like, what's been going on, and, like, they're going to run you out of town, and I'm the one, Backed like, mm-hmm. I'm the one that's had that Bike on fire because to me it's cursed and it, you know it's associated yeah. with these mm-hmm. bad things, and so it was really nice to see just how Sylvester came through as a father for his own child as well as mm-hmm. for like other children.
0: Mm-hmm. You my- guys, I have to tell you, I t- totally guessed it was him who set the bike on fire even before everything. I've made it's my whole family really watch this funny. show because it's so good, and I called my mom at the end and I was like, I knew it. I I don't know why when I was like the first drop of blood I thought it was like from Sylvester's mm. feet maybe oh. ended up not being it was the the wolf and we ended up meeting Kim's dad which is a whole weird thing
2: no I think you're right I do think it was from Sylvester the blood was yeah yeah. yeah and I was yeah. like mm, girl you should be an investigative something or other
1: no see you're good I didn't honestly I was like it has to be Frank it has to be Ooh, yeah he, I had no he idea. keeps coming around the house like why not? Why not stir right. up more trouble? He just doesn't like Matt. Like him and Matt, they are not friends. They're never going to be friends. Let me well, take him off even more. Well, burn, then, burn see, about.
2: that relationship kind of changed a little bit in episode four. <laughs> Which five. I love. Yeah. 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 yeah Finally. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Well, we, we cannot talk father and son relationships without talking about the sheriff and the lieutenant. Um, I don't know. So Frank Sr. and Frank Jr. Mm-hmm. So in episode four, Frank Jr. is now questioning his memories. Right? He's like, "Well, Mm -hmm. did I really see Sam? Like, Mm -hmm. why did I say I saw Sam?" Mm -hmm. He's questioning his dad as well, and so we see what it seems to me that Frank said that he saw Sam as a way to please his dad, who was kind of really hard on him and like nasty, yeah, right. And so we see their relationship as when Frank's a child and then we get Mm -hmm. to see the relationship at the very end and we'll Mm -hmm. save that for later but what do you all think about the relationship between Frank Jr. and Frank Sr.? His dad sucks
0: I'm like come on man his dad just his dad doesn't even care about him his dad only cares about like himself you know it's so obvious it's so obvious when they have that flashback and the mom's face when Frank Sr. is trying to convince Frank Jr. like what to say it's like did you see that van did you see that van and the mom's like, stop pushing him so hard, you know? And clearly like young Frank is so distraught and doesn't know what to do. And is like, no, that's not accurate, right? But he doesn't know what to say because he wants to make his dad happy. And you're just like, you're a nasty, nasty person. So you, from the get-go, like from the beginning, he has never been, uh, like he's always been corrupt, you know? And so their relationship, I mean, you know, from that mom, where you're like, yeah, it's there's no way you can mend that, Right.
1: Yeah, and no. Clearly. I, I, the I was gonna say the the moment where Frank Junior is being interrogated mm. by you know his father and the other cops and his mom's in the room, and you just see him, you know, being pressured into saying the right thing. He's so terrified that if he says the wrong thing, his father is you know gonna be disappointed, and that's his biggest thing. Is he doesn't want to disappoint his dad. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a very sad relationship. Mm. Um, because you shouldn't fear your parents. And you can tell that Frank Frank Jr. fears Frank Sr. He's mm-hmm. afraid of him. He's mm. even afraid of him as he gets older, you know. Um, in that one part where they're, you know, in that other on the other side of the wall of an interrogation going on. Um, and he asks him, he's like, you know, did did you tell me? Like, did I see what I saw or did you yeah. tell me that? Like Even as an older man, he's still unsure of anything that happened because he's, he's so traumatized. He's blocked that out of his memory. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I can't stand, I can't stand Frank Sr. I can't, he's he's manipulative. He's yeah. He's just a terrible human being. And I think his big motive was, I just wanted to put someone away. So we did it. We found someone and that's that, like, let it go. Mm And that's interesting that you say that
2: because I'm still not sure what his motive was like I don't know why he threw yeah. away the tape I don't know if he threw away the tape because um, his son had already given this statement and he didn't mm-hmm. want there to be evidence that like when against what his son said like I'm still really confused as to what his motive is, yeah. and I almost wonder if he had something to do with Richie's disappearance I mean I don't know why
1: he would but like yeah possibly right. yeah I thought yeah. I thought about that too I thought about maybe he has something to do with Richie's disappearance and uh that's why he wanted his son to just kind of point the finger at Sam and let the case be closed um but I I just I feel bad for Frankie I really Frankie Jr. Mm-hmm. I feel really bad for him um you know because he doesn't have anybody to turn to and I think that's why that moment when Matt says oh you know my dad looks at you like you're the son I ne- he never had um he was kind of Sylvester I think I just love him like I think with any child um he's such a nurturer you know and all of these fathers the fathers are just really messed up <laughs> in their show besides mm-hmm. Sylvester <laughs> yeah I mean he's got his issues you know he's not he's not dad of the year or anything like that but he you know, when the children at a young age, when Matt's young and and uh, Richie and Frank are all little kids, like he really just wants to be there for them because he knows that their dads just don't pay attention to them. They don't listen to them. And so that's why he creates that bond later on. Uh, once Matt leaves Washington, goes to New York, he doesn't, he know he doesn't have anybody else. So here's Frank, who's been longing for a relationship with his dad and it's just never going to happen. So he bonds with Sylvester. Yeah, um, it's it's yeah, it's it's difficult Wait. to watch.
0: <laughs> right. Well, this also it's like you know that Sylvester's hurting too, mm-hmm. right? Because it's I mean in the previous episodes he's like, oh Matt has Matt hasn't called in eleven months and three days or whatever it is, you know. So it's like clearly he's hurting too. So they're both kind of longing for this relationship that they don't have. So they find each yeah. other. Then that flashback, the fishing flashback, where Frank admits to is like I think Maddie was right and you're like whoa.
1: yeah well what? it's it's in my mind the same I got the same reaction I was like whoa because um Sylvester didn't believe Matt at first when Matt said I don't think Sam's the mm-hmm. the killer the murderer mm-hmm. um but it took listening to someone else you know to be like oh my god maybe my son was right all along Right. So you can tell that they have a very, like, estranged relationship. And and now that he knows this, now that um, Matt was able to get into the vault and find the paperwork and everything, like, all that, like, investigation that his dad was doing prior before they came back, um, I think it's going to bring them closer together. Definitely.
2: I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't get that um, Sylvester never believed Matt. I thought that at some point when Sylvester was talking to Matt as a child, He asked a question or questions that made me seem like he did believe Matt about Sam. Or maybe he was just
0: unsure. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like in this small town too, which is I don't know if Frank Sr. has like a hand or an arm in the whole kidnapping thing. I think more his motive is just like trying to quiet this town. I mean this town is so small that anything that's like not unsettled is going to be an issue right so mm-hmm. I'm like I think he they found the one guy that they think was it so he was like it's, it makes my job easier just to put that one man behind bars and like calm everyone's minds you know so like someone else like stirring something up is like pointing fingers at him saying you didn't do your job correctly and I don't know it's a whole Ugh, it's a whole
2: weird situation, but but I, but then what kind of person is that, right? Especially oh, he's, you're he's awful. Of, that you're yeah. to put an innocent man, especially when you know this man is innocent, right. in prison for the rest of his life oh, just so to their
0: job right. Right. Yeah. So from the top down, though, you know, all corrupt, right?
2: Right. So by the end of episode five, we see that Frank Junior is no longer okay with Dad. And we have the Mm, ultimate mm. showdown. But before we get to that showdown, we're going to start with some lesser showdowns. We (laughs) have Kim and Bridget in the jail. Um, Bridget's coming out from seeing Sam. Kim is going in to see Sam. And Bridget basically stops Kim and says, you're my children's principal. You're my husband's ex you're another woman that doesn't like me, but can we put aside our differences to like work together? Yes, what do you think girl. about Bridget and Kim, their relationship and the potential of this relationship?
0: I love it.
1: I, I, I love it. Bridget. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I, love I love it.
0: it. I love, I love it. that Bridget,
1: Bridget is being the bigger person. Yeah. You know, and, and taking that all aside and she's just like, look, we're gonna work together. You know, we're like, we, we're gonna help solve this case. You and I together.
0: What? And you know that Kim's a good person. Mm-hmm. like we found that out now and so you're hoping that they will bring their two powers together you know and work together because you know they'll they'll be unstoppable if they join for forces right so yeah I, lo- I love that scene and you're just like heck yeah ladies let's do it and they do and Kim's response is great and I don't know I think it's good I want to see how their relationship plays out I'm excited for that
2: yeah so I Oh go ahead. I remember go ahead. when Sylvester when he sees um Bridget and he's like mm-hmm. hey, the blue hey, eyes, right? Yes. Says, like, the yes. with the blue eyes. And then mm-hmm. Bridget's like, her eyes aren't even that blue. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Yes. I love yeah. that's what I'm saying. She has she like you know, she could totally be this person who's like, oh, I just ugh, hate this town. I hate everybody, you know, everybody. Like is reminded of the past, and I'm not Mm -hmm. part of the past because I'm not from here and stuff like that. This is my husband's past, Um, but she pushes that aside and is just like, you know what? Whatever happened, happened. Right now, we're going to focus on this, and and right now, it's trying to figure out what happened to Richie because that's what's important to Hildy, and Hildy's important to her, and so and important to Matt, and and important to Matt. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So
0: Bridget's like a. I think one of the most genuine people in this, I mean, there's a handful of them, but Bridget just is like, I I love her. She's great. She's do it. She does everything for everyone else. I feel like she's a selfless person
2: mm-hmm. when it
0: comes to like her family and her relationships.
2: Yeah. I completely agree with that. Um, and because of the support that Bridget gives Hildy and Matt gives Hildy, Hildy is able to be the rock star that she is. Um, she's the smallest person in this show and she's probably the most fearless and you cannot talk about showdowns without talking about Hildy Um, and she has more than one showdown with the sheriff in episodes four and five. The first one is at the clam bake during the Q&A and the second one is in that salvage yard when she sees the sheriff destroying the only physical evidence that Sam is innocent What did you all think about those two situations? Just what was happening, the way Hildy was like standing up to him. And then of course, the way the sheriff responded to her.
0: Hildy's badass. She's just (laughs) like, she's so, she's so awesome. She really is fearless. And the sheriff's so nasty. I mean, we've all talked about how much we hate him. So you just want to see her succeed and him just keep getting like shoved down, right? You're like, heck yeah, Hildy. Get on that, because the other was Spoon and Donnie like run away, and she's left there, and she's like, "Mm -mm. "You're not getting away with this." Like I saw this, and I'm just like, "Hell yeah, girl!" She's great. I really, I mean, I think that the sheriff—it's the first time that the sheriff is like actually scared, you know, for like for the his past, for what he's done, for his like future because of Hilde, and I think that's so awesome because of this nine-year-old who just rocks. So oh, they were good showdowns, and then at the clam bake too, when Matt comes and like ends up standing up for her, you're like, oh yes! Oh, I just love it. I love it.
1: Oh yeah, Ellie and I. This is Ellie. Hey, Ellie. Hi, 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 the Ellie, seats Okay. Seats <laughs> during okay. the, seat the clam bake. Um, when I Hildy know. goes up and she's like, I have a question, and they hand Ooh, her the no. podium, and yeah, and she's like. Why? Like, why did you do this? Why, did, why wasn't the tape released? Why wasn't it used in court? I was like, go Hildy. Like, these questions should have been answered back in the 80s when that crime happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I definitely, I think it's going to have the whole town asking why as well. And we're probably going to see more characters show up um, and try to get involved because the sheriff, his whole purpose is to, you know, just make this go away. Just yeah. quiet it down like look the case is closed um and then then at the junkyard at the salvage yard um first of all I was like your dad gave you a camera <laughs> I know like I oh, I know. why I know. didn't you take a picture You're like I wish I had my camera I'm like why don't you have your camera <laughs> I know I just want I was like Becky in the head right there child what's wrong with you that was Girl. the purpose of the camera so yeah. you know uh, journalists you know, rule number one, always bring a camera.
2: <laughs> you always record the True. evidence. True. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: but you know, I think in that point, you know, Donnie and, and Spoon them running away, that that was her whole purpose. That's why she had that that horn because she didn't want them to get in trouble. She was like, Look, I can I can face the sheriff on my own. Like, uh, let me deal with him. And um and she, and she told him she was like, I know what you're doing, like, I know what you're hiding and you're not pretty much you're not gonna get away with it you're not mm-hmm. uh so I I love those moments with when Hilde like stands up against the sheriff so it's, it's like a, you have the heroine <laughs>
2: that's such a good point and I love that Hilde literally always has the last word because every oh, night yeah. puts out this magic hour chronicle and she gets to sum up what's happened and so mm-hmm. I forgot to mention Catherine and Anne Marie when we talked about heroes and villains. oh yes mm-hmm. but Catherine mm-hmm. It's the daughter of Sheriff Friggs, who I think we meet Catherine in episode five? Five. Five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we see her briefly when the yep. mayor and the sheriff are talking, um, but she comes back at the end of the episode when she shows up at Hildy's house and she has read this newspaper and she has information for Hildy. And the information that she tells us is that she saw her dad watch the video. She saw him throw the video away. She fished it out of the trash and gave it to her mom, who held on to it for all of these years, mm-hmm. and finally turned the video over to Penny when the mom was dying from cancer.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. And that explains that explains how Penny got the video because that, that was a huge question from the very beginning too. Was right. you know how did Penny have this surveillance video and right. no one else and like, why no and why right. exactly and why yeah. why right. Yeah. Right. so that explains that. So, Hildy
2: takes this information and she writes her newspaper, which includes love this information that Frank Jr. then reads. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which mm-hmm. leads him to the ultimate showdown with his dad. Amazing. Oh,
0: well deserved.
1: Yes. I, I think this is the moment we've all been waiting for, to be honest with you, um, is is to see what's going to happen between Frank Jr. and Frank Sr. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, You've kind of had this hold on your child for so long. He's followed in your footsteps, and he's still kind of been behind you, you know, this entire time when it comes to investigations and being a cop and everything like that. And now, now Frank's his own person, you know. He he wants to speak up. He wants to stand up for himself and everything like that. And he is tired of following his dad's rules. Um, So I'm excited. I'm so excited to see what happens in the next couple of episodes because this is going to be huge huge I
0: was just ecstatic when I was I was like hell yeah because Frank goes from this person kind of this distasteful person that you don't really like to in his last two episodes you start to kind of realize oh he is a good person deep down Mm -hmm. and he has become a bad person I mean because of his dad And so when you see him start to revert to that good person and now he's going to like tackle the ultimate thing, you're just like, get him, go get him. I'm excited excited to see what happens. I feel like he'll kind of question it at first. Like, oh crap, what am I doing? Because how could you not? But hopefully see it through. And I'm, I'm excited. It's what the town needs.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just love that. He told him like, your time is over. Like, yeah. And he did yep. it in front of everyone and he was forceful mm-hmm. and
1: like factual. That's what and, I'm saying. Yep. He just decided, I'm gonna stand up for myself. You know, yep. I'm gonna and for what's I'm right. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is I what's think, always been right. hmm Yeah. I think he thinks, you know, I couldn't do anything back then, you know, because I was a kid. I was innocent and I didn't know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I was making my dad happy. Uh, to now being like okay i may not be able to change that past but i can definitely change what's going on now and into the future like i can make a change when it comes to this case um and and so i think like i said he's gonna play a big role i think he's gonna be a part of the whole like lisco family in the sense uh and help solve this this investigation
2: yep definitely And another slight theme that we're starting to see a little bit is just um, the theme of like racism and discrimination. And so there's mm-hmm. been a little bit of conversation about how the Gillis family was mistreated um, and kind of alienated by the town, mm-hmm. as well as Frank, the sheriff, makes a comment to the mayor about like your daughter is married to a black man. And so, you know, yeah. now you feel some kind of way. Right. And, and so at the memorial for Penny, um, her last wish was to be buried in the center of town, and for this tree to be planted. And she said that that was her wish because the people in the town could no longer ignore her or pass by mm-hmm. her. Um, and to me, that was so powerful. Yeah. And I have that as like the the uh, in the ultimate showdown category because it it was in a way right. It, it was, was like her mm-hmm. way of everyone in this town mm-hmm. and like you don't sticking to it see. to them. Yeah, right in such like a peaceful and respectful way though which Mm -hmm. I feel like is probably representative of who Penny was as a person Mm -hmm.
0: Um, it's like I can even be gone and I'm still not gonna be gone I'm still gonna bow out gracefully you know yeah I love that yeah
1: no I I, I agree um that was such an emotional scene I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie it made me very teary-eyed um and then to hear what (laughs) what Sam said about his Mm -hmm. sister I was just like Mm -hmm. uh and that and that in in that moment I was like okay you know what I'm not mad at you Sam I'm not mad at you that you came out I know you know for your sisters yeah because um you know he was able to finally put Penny to rest um and and yeah you know you see the, the people too I like I love I love the moment when when Matt goes up to him and gives him a hug you're mm-hmm. like you know he 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 even said it. he's like no one in this town like really had you know my back or anything like that but here here's Matt the, the one person who still believed in me and still to this day believes mm-hmm. in me and and now go figure it's his daughter his little girl who's gonna try to help solve this case um mm-hmm. you know with with his wife's help and like it's just like I I just wanted to hug all of them I was like Sam don't give oh, yeah. up don't give up <laughs> it was just yeah. such an emotional moment um I oh, really
0: did scene have me crying so, it mm-hmm. did yeah it's gonna
1: have me cry mm-hmm. again I know I know but I cried everything
0: it powerful was a
2: scene mm-hmm. even the moment between him and Frank I could handle yeah I felt like it was mm-hmm. an interaction that needed to happen yeah mm-hmm. you can tell that Frank well we already know as viewers that Frank is starting to second guess and mm-hmm. think that perhaps Sam is innocent and so For me, it was even nice to see them have that moment.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: then that's Mm -hmm. how episode five ended. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 The bearing, me Mm -hmm. crying, saying, why can't I keep watching? What's going to happen next? Well, you get to keep watching now. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: do you have any news and gossip for us today? I do. I do. So um, I found an article um, from The Hollywood Reporter. And it was an interview between Brooklyn Prince, who plays Hildy, and -hmm. Jeff Sturgis, who plays Matt. Um, And and there was just a a part in this article that I really want to share with you guys. Um, It talked about their first meeting, uh, their audition, actually Matt's audition, because Brooklyn had already gotten the part as Hildy, and they were looking for someone to play Matt. So um, Matt's audition. And it just talks about this bond that they created right from the very beginning and how Mm -hmm. crucial it was for the two of them, um, because it really is displayed and you can see it throughout the show. Yeah. Uh, it, it's great. Cause they talked about, um, kind of doing like this whole trust thing at the very beginning, uh, asking questions about each other's families, getting to know them a little more. And then, um, uh, as you know, after Matt did his audition and he walked out, Brooklyn Prince right away was like, Oh, I hope Matt gets the part. And the directors and everybody was like, oh yeah, he's playing Matt. Like it was just, it's just such a great bond. And I I think it's so crucial and so important because Sturgis talked about, you know, oh, when he goes into play roles and stuff like that and he goes into audition, it's always about him and him having to bond with the character who plays a significant other or something like that. So this was different for him because now he was going in and he had to bond Mm -hmm. with a child.
2: You know, mm-hmm. a little
1: girl who's going to play his daughter. Uh, so that was definitely a challenge for him. Um, but he did well because, I mean, hey, he's Matt, right? <laughs> he got the role. Um, but it was also really interesting in the article, too, the, that they talk about meeting the real Hildy and her father um, mm. afterwards and seeing the type of bond that those two share as father-daughter, but also on an equal level of being a journalist, like uh they explained that Hildy the real Hildy her father has so much respect for her as a journalist he treats her as an equal being Uh, Mm -hmm. so if you guys get a chance definitely go and check that article out I thought it was super amazing. yeah just and it's it shows goes to show how important it is when characters play these roles and it um how important it is for them to be able to connect with each other because you can have On-screen great ones. chemistry. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, sure. it's behind the scenes too. That right. makes it so much more.
0: Definitely
2: mm-hmm. So oh, That's awesome.
1: Kelsey, we take us into our special segment.
0: Yes. I have a, some more children who help solve a case. So this one, I'm going to read your, the little segment. It's cute. It says, Filing into classes on Monday morning in 2005, 20 grade school students at Brooklyn State School in Queensland, Australia noticed that someone had slashed their tennis court nets. Unfortunately for the perpetrator, the kids had been taking a forensic science class that term and knew how to secure the scene and collect evidence. They photographed footprints on the court and turned them over to the police. When the thief returned a second night to steal food from the school, police caught up with him and matched his shoes to the prints the kids had given them previously. Justice was served. That's
2: amazing.
0: Is I'm that sorry, awesome? but
1: where were we when we were children? <laughs> and, and I was, I was never offered a forensic class. Right. I know. I know. Seriously. Like, okay,
0: amazing. Austria, we got moved to Australia, you, clearly. Kids
1: nowadays, like geniuses you gotta look out for them right
2: for real, for real. Um, <laughs> you all have been amazing so thank you for you joining too. me again thank today you. um it was super exciting there was a lot to discuss this show is so good apple does a really good job with their content in general like they Ooh. don't have a lot of content yet but they don't mess around it's mm-hmm. so good right mm-hmm. um it's time for us to sign off so oh. where can i or- <laughs> you?
1: Well, I was gonna say you can find me Chantel Delagula uh, on Twitter and on Instagram at Chantel D. That's uh, shy and tell with one L and the letter D.
0: Amazing, and I am Kelsmeyer too on Instagram and Twitter. And TikTok, um, I have no. one video. It's really entertaining.
1: So. Oh, I gotta go check it out. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, my room and I were
0: really bored. I felt really old. I was like, man, these tweens are running the world. I gotta get on this.
2: <laughs> um, Latoya Bleakley, you can find me on Instagram at Latoya Pierce on Twitter at Bleakly Latoya. Until next time, thanks for joining and buzzing. Thank later. you. Bye.
1: watch at home like if you're done with tiger king because i know everybody is like watch this show oh i mean my whole family watch it i'm like so good
0: yes Mm